Okay, we're going to say a few words. We have a vod afterwards, so can't be too lengthy today. Today's shmuz is Lefur Shalema, Harav Yechiel Yitzchak, Ben Benachem Mendel. Also, Levana Bad Vivian Chai. Say one Yisoid if this time we'll try to develop a second Yisoid. We know that the Rambam says that Paro, after a certain times that he was stubborn and he did not listen to Hashem and to the Makas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took away from him his Bechira, and Hagam, Hashem took away from him his Bechira. He still punished him afterwards. The Geda Hadvarim is that when a person repeats an Avera over and over, then that Avera itself becomes a part of his personality. It's not like a magical thing that he takes away his Bechira. The Gedad Vorm is that it becomes so ingrained in his personality that he no longer has the Bechira. That means it changes, it becomes a changed person. It becomes his Teva. So if Paro is about Gaiva and he can't bend to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that becomes so much in his essence that he no longer has the possibility to do otherwise. As a Bechira is taken away, but we have to see that as something that can apply to everybody. It's not just a special punishment that Hashem went and took away Paro's Bechira. The way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world is that if you do an Avera repetitively to a point where it can become by a person an addiction, where it becomes to a point that even if he wants to change, and even if he sees how it's self-destructive, his behavior, he no longer has the ability to change because that became his new nature. The Meshachachma says the same thing on the other side. The Meshachachma says, how can it be that Hashem says, by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is a human being. He has Bechira. So how can it be that it's guaranteed that everything that Moshe Rabbeinu says and does and will do will be perfectly Torah, will be considered Torah, Nevuah. He's a Baal So the Meshach Chochma says that the Gedder is that Moshe Rabbeinu came to a point where he had no Bechira either. That means he had to be Boicha Betoif. Without a Bechira. Behechrach. That became his Metzias that he does Toif. So you have Paro that is Metzias that he does Ra. And by Moshe Rabbeinu you have the Metzias that he does Toif. That means the gather is that Moshe Rabbeinu built himself to a point where it's natural by him to do good. It's no longer a test with a decision-making process. It becomes natural. And Rabbi Rucham writes in a place that that is really the goal of all Avodah Hashem. The goal of Avodah Hashem is to be boicher, to choose not to be a, a boicher anymore. To choose to come to a level where it becomes natural by you. And we had some diukim when we learned the Mesil Sashar and Perik Gimel like that as well. 
That means a person has to develop himself to a point where it becomes his natural way. And he still gets schar for doing the good. Because he was the one who chose to develop himself to a point where he becomes naturally good. So therefore he gets the schar even when it's not hard. I mean, it's a win-win situation. As the Alta from Kelm says like that. He asks Akasha a little bit different way. The Alta from Kelm asks, he says, Lefum tzara agra, when it's difficult, you get more schar. So the purpose of Avedis Hashem is that it should become easier and easier. More natural and more comfortable with you. You have to develop your heart. Once you develop your heart to be a lave that follows the Torah and connects to Hashem, it's L'sanak al Hashem, Ke'eben, it says like a lotion that you go to the magnet. You're like, you're drawn to it like a magnet. To, to spirituality, to the Rabbi Shalom. It's in your, it's, it's enjoyable. Vaharimna. Learning Torah is amazing. It's not shy. It becomes your teva. It's awesome. It's supposed to be like that. You're supposed to develop such a kesher, such a connection with spirituality that you have taka tainuk. And if you have a tainuk, you want to do it again and again. It's not a fight. But Chazal say lefum agra. In the beginning, to learn was murderous for you. You had to force yourself to come to Miss Medrash and sit by the Gemara. But that's not the way it's supposed to be ultimately. Ultimately it has to be that you, can, you have to rip the guy away from the Gemara. That's the way it's supposed to be. And that's what you're diving for every day. So in the beginning when it was difficult to sit by the Gemara and every minute that you sat through saying there was so much challenges and things that you had to overcome and you got tremendous amount of tzad for it because when you do something for tzad you get a hundred times more so now that it became easy and it became gishmak and it became murdy and it became not shaykh and you don't want to walk away from the Gemara now you don't get any tzad. How can it be? So the altar says no. Since you made a bechira to make it gishmak, now it's gishmak and you get tzad like always like from the beginning. When it was difficult in the beginning. So it's a win-win situation. That's the way it's supposed to be. And this goes both ways. People think that they're just going to snap out of their problems in one minute. If a guy gets up late every day, he has to realize he's changing his reality. And after a certain amount of time, he can't change. Not so simple. It goes both ways. Because doing maizim, toiv or ra, is developing your personality and the metzius of the Adam, which is becoming into your teva. When it becomes into your teva, you can't change your teva so simply. It's not poshit. That a person should be able to, to, to change his teva. So we have to uh, take this idea. This is not just something that's negated to Paroi, to Moshe Rabbeinu. Rabbi Rucham says, this is the avoid of kol adam v'adam. And then it's uh, Rabbeinu Yonah that says like that. Rabbeinu Yonah says, the reason why Avera Gorer is Avera, he says that it becomes somewhat like an addiction. If a person, the first time he had a pack of cigarettes in front of him. I right? never smoked before. He sees people are smoking, it's cool, whatever, you know, he's handling with it. He never smoked before. At this point, his Bechir is 50-50. He can decide yes, he can decide no. But once he takes his first puff, it's, it's still close to 50-50, but it's not 50-50. He already broke that. He said he tried it. And then as he continues, the Bechir the goes off. The Bechir goes off, it changes. Don't think you don't change. 
Every time a person misses davening, misses learning, lets the Yetzirah get to him, allows his midas to, 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 to kick in, don't think you're not changing. You're changing. It's not that the child is the same person, but you poked did a bad thing. But I'm still the same guy. Nothing changes. No, you changed. Maybe in one mice you didn't change like who knows what, but you changed. Every time a person goes after Gashmias and Elamaz and, and, and Typhus, he's changing. And this goes both ways. Every time you make a, a direction of, you go in the right direction where you, you have self-control, it's a change. This is also a chizik, because a person thinks that he did one act of self-control, so what's that going to do for me? No, it makes a change. That's Rabbi Shol Salanta, that if you make an act of self-control, and then another act of self-control, and another act of self-control, everything adds up. He compares it to the case with the water that drips on the rock. The water drips on the rock. It's one, the, the impression that it made is there. The impression never went away. And it could be Chayzevanea. So a person does it again, it goes back. It's two impressions. But the, the point that we have to understand is, in Avodah Hashem, it's not a question of checks and balances, you know. Did you do good today? You didn't do good today. It's a question of developing personality. It's a question of developing human being. It's who you're becoming. It's what you're making from yourself. People think that they can do certain things and they're going to be the same guy. They're just doing those certain things right now. It's changing them. Changing their personality. Changing the way they think. Changing the way they feel. Changing the way they approach. It's a complete change of the human being. Eventually, if you if a person keeps up in that way, then it could be a change to a point of no return. That could be. But the fact that if, if it's not going from zero to one hundred percent in one second, it's not the shot is that the first five hundred times he did that and nothing happened to you, and then pooped in the fifth hundred time there was a punishment, and now you lost your behavior. That's not together. Together is the first five hundred times, whatever it may be, is little by little the change is coming to a point where the point is no return. But the change is happening miyad. The change is not happening later. So if a person wants to become a master. It's not a question that one day you become a master. It's not how it works. But when you work on hasmada, that makes a little bit of a change within a person. You're changing something within yourself. And then, it's not zero. I, I didn't see a whole change in myself. I, I'm not a master yet. But that's the way change works. Change works with 1% changes. That's the way change works. So if a person wants to change then he has to know that it's consistency. The more consistent it is, the more habitual it is, the thing that you're trying to work on, every single ounce that you do actually makes a complete change. And therefore, we're not big picture people. We don't look at it all or nothing. We have to realize that it's a process of growth. And a process of growth is, because the ultimate growth is to be that changed person. And the process of growth, the way it works is habitual small changes. That's how it works. And if a person works on consistency, and he works on trying to develop himself, ultimately he will become a changed person. At that point it will be easy for him, and he gets high like the beginning. That's the first insight. Okay, let me grab another quick insight in there, okay? That was number one. Now, there's a piece of Rabbi which I think needs a, a deep hesbit to it. Not so simple. But he's is grappling with this point... Where we see that Paro is getting whipped around, and Paro is a tremendous chacham. He's not a he's not a, a dumb guy at all. Tremendous chacham, and 
Forget about when he lost his Bechira, if he lost his Bechira, but there was definitely a time that he didn't lose his Bechira. And there was definitely a time that he made that decision, according to all the Rishonim. The bottom line is, HaKadosh Baruch was screaming in his face, turns over the Bria, he's whipping him all over the place, and the man just doesn't get the point. What's up with that? So Rucham has a whole mind, I don't want to go into the whole thing right now, but he basically says the problem is Isimas Halev. He says, Hashem could talk to you straight in your face. He could scream right in your face. And it's not going to do nothing. It's not going to change your life unless you pay attention and you take it to your heart. Isimas Halev. Right? Paro didn't pay attention. He went home. He's speaking to him in his face. Doesn't pay attention. He goes home. I want to try to masb that point. Okay? I think this is a very, very important point, which everybody has to daher. The Ramban and the Saif of the Pasha, the Saif Pasha's boy, where we're in right now, the Ramban says, a zach. He says a very deep point. He says a very deep point. He says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he makes Nisim Gedoylem, Nisim Giluyim, he makes big Nisim. What's the point of those Nisim? Is HaKadosh Baruch Hu trying to show us how strong he is, how great he is? He wants us to recognize him, but Hashem doesn't have to show off. There's no point in Hashem showing off. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need to, you to be moide that these things are true because they're true regardless if you're moide or not. That's not the point. The point the, Ram, the Ramban is saying that Hashem created Bruyim, He created people, creations, to serve Him and He wants to communicate with them and He wants to tell them how to serve Him. So the point of Emunah is not to know that these things are true. The point of Emunah is communication. Okay? This is step one. You have to get that clear. When Hashem said, Ani Hashem Laman all these things were not Hakadosh Baruch who tried to show off. The point of those things is there's a message there to you. I am Hashem who is Mashkiach on a person and looks at his deeds. And therefore what? I am talking to you. So how do you live your life? Do you live your life with that reality or you don't? So the point is, it's a very nice maca, but how does it translate to me? How is it negated to me? Emunah means communication according to the Ramban. It doesn't mean just saying these facts. It, the point is communication. So Hashem is saying, I want something from you. If I know that Hashem runs the world and I have zero control in the world, then He wants me to take my gaiva and put it in the garbage can. He's talking to you. It's negate to you. It's not stam a, a, a vort in the, in the sky that there is such a vort like that on the Hashem Bekerevaret. No. The same way when you learn Chachmei Yisrael, when you learn Chazal. Chazal says, This world is only a way of preparing yourself for Olam Abba. Very nice Chazal. I think every single person in this room for sure knows this Chazal. Now, you have to think. What does a person who lives his life, that his whole life is only a preparation for Olam Abba, how does that guy look? How does that person look? Does he care about his cars? Does he care about his houses? Does he care about his furniture? Does he care about his suits? Does he waste his time? Does he sit down and do Abba How does that guy look? It looks a certain way. Now you go to the mirror and you say, okay, so how do I look? That means, how does that Chazal talk to Yaakov and say, what I want from you? It's talking. 
So being that it's said in a Kalalias Nikaifin, and you have to take that and say, how does it speak to me? That's why you need to connect the dots. That's where Sima Salev is needed. Of course there's revelations. 100% there's revelations. Revelations are all beautiful thing. You go to the Grand Canyon, you look at the thing and you say, Wow, unbelievable. You go back to your car, you put on the FM. You understand? That you're, yeah, Yishtabach Shemot, it's true. Deimish is the Beire, Deimish is the Kol Yochel, Deimish made a place that's mamish from the seven wonders of the world, it's not Shaykh there's no Beire like the Beire. What's that do with me? That means you don't understand Emuna connected to talking to you. And that's the whole Yusuf in the Ramban. Zok the Ramban, Min Anisim Giluyim, Odomoyde Benisim Nistar. He's not saying that there's no Tevom and Ogre, Shalom Cloud, that there's no Shikas Tevom. That's not the point of the Ramban. The Ramban says what his, what his point is. That means everything that goes on in your life is the same gather. Not only when Hashem speaks to the Rabbim, when He makes a miracle that's negated to the Rabbim, even the Yochin Mikreinu, it's the same gather as the Nisim Galuyim. He's not trying to talking about the Nisim Galuyim in the sense teaching us that uh, there's a Teva of the sun going up in the morning and coming down at night is Hashem is Mechadis That's not the point of the Ramban. The point of the Ramban is and the point of the Ramban is talking to you. That's the point of the Ramban. Just like the Ramban says that the point of the Nisim was to upshlug the Kfira and to speak to people to behave in a certain way so for Pirate to get off his throne and act the point of the Nisim Gilwin was to talk to people to do something. It was a message. Who I did not mean. Everything that goes on in your life is a message. Means the point of Emunah is listening to the Ramayana Shalom to communicate with you. That's the basic. That's why we could see things and things could happen. Things could happen in our lives and we don't change. Why? Because now you have to translate the message, what was the communication to me? And then I have to change. When you're missing that prat, that the communication is to you, then you can see whatever you want, it doesn't make a difference. That's the Yisoyed. We have to get that clear. Yisoyed of Emunah. The Yisoyed of Emunah is that HaKadosh Baruch communicates with us. And He's telling us something. It's Whether it's something that's negated to the whole cloud, Ben B'yochid, Ben B'rabim, but anything that goes on in our lives is a communication that HaKadosh Baruch wants something from us. So if we're stubborn and we don't want to change, we don't listen. Because the message is there, but it doesn't, it's not really pertaining to me. And I can make 700 taiches, why it's not negated to me. You know, Paro thought that the Abish was, was mean. You know, he's so mean. Like, what are you picking on me for, you know? I'm such a nice guy. I have your, your, your people in my country, you know? Even till today, the Torah says that you can't be Mitzayir and Mitzri because you can't. I make Akhlasat Ochim for your people and then you pick on me. So he read the messages backwards because he didn't want his gaiva to go down. That's what it says, the chiluk between Jews and non-Jews. Shalom Melech said when the goyim come to the base of Mikdash and they pray, answer their prayers. You know why? Because a goy, if he comes to the base of Mikdash and he prays, and Hashem doesn't answer. You know what he says? Hashem is the same weakling like the rest of Avodah Zarah. 
But when a Jew comes to the base of Mikdash and he prays and Hashem doesn't answer, you know what he says? I must have a problem. The problem must be with me. So you can have two people that see the same thing and they have different reactions. That's based on how your brains are programmed. How your meters are programmed. If you want to see it correctly, the Miraglim went to, to, to Eretz Yisrael, right? What'd they see? Hashem was really having mercy on them. He was killing people. You know why he was killing people? So nobody should notice them. There was Leviathan, there was problems, crying, why? So don't you notice them. So that's Chesed Hashem, right? Comes the Miraglim and says, you know what? Hashem is, is taking us to this land to kill us. Look, it's a, it's a land that kills its inhabitants. So you see, Hashem is taking us here to kill us. Instead of seeing the chesed Hashem, they looked at him as a murderer. They decided to see him as a murderer. Now, why was it flawed? So the stipend says it was flawed because he, if, the, if it's a land that kills its inhabitants, so why everybody crying? If it's a normal way that people die all the time, so what's the big bahala? It's not an elder that says, it's Rahmanas. But your meters make you see it the wrong way. There's a, there's a, there's a rebellion wine trap. There's a of one spoken lake where they bring it down. They quote it. That he says over from Talmidei Agro, He says when Moshe Rabbeinu didn't come down from the Har Sinai, so the Jewish people started to say, Oh, Moshe Rabbeinu died. We need, a, we need, we need the eagle. And they saw the, the meat of Moshe Rabbeinu in the sky. So the Talmidei Agro said the shame of the Gro that they didn't see the, the meat. No. Since in that dimion, they were already in this mode that Moshe Rabbeinu died. And their dimion made them think that they saw the meter. They didn't talk and see the meter. And the Goyim says that a person, if he is inside himself, doesn't want to see the truth. If he inside himself doesn't want to see the MS, he's going to not see the MS. He's going to, the way you see things is based on your inside. So if a person is open to read, open to hakno, open to hear... Open to understand that Hashem communicates with you to help you to change, to grow. Then you'll hear. But if you're not open to change, if you're not open to grow, Hashem can be screaming in your face and you won't see nothing. Because at the end of the day, it's enough for you, Bechira. Because the point is, there always has to be a retaining of Bechira. The point of Bechira is, you have to connect the dots. Since you have to connect the dots, that's why there's a Makam Toy. See hear what I'm saying? Again. Nisim Geluyim. So the Kasha was, if you have Nisim Geluyim, this was the Anokha the Kasha. The Anokha the Kasha was, if you have Nisim Geluyim, then how could you miss it? I don't care if you're Parav, I don't care if you're anybody else. It's not even a Makam for, for, for Bechira. It's in your face. If it's in your face, it's in your face. That was the Kasha. Terence is noted. It's a Makam for Bechira. Why? Because even when it's open, you still have to translate the message to you. So there's a point of avoid. Point of avoid makes Bechira. The point is, but that, that avoid it could only work. Kolkama, you want to hear the message. Kolkama, you understand that Emuna says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicates with me and he's talking to me and I have to be machinated to him and I have to listen to what he has to say. And it's machayim me something, it's machayim me a change. But if your meters don't want to see it, it's not going to happen. That I think is a very, very important lesson. We have to stop here. Mechila.